Hello and welcome to The Leaderverse with your hosts, Drew Lee, Lucas Sheradin, and me, Jesse Button. What lies are you currently believing about yourself that are standing in the way of your leadership? And what do you do when you show up authentically, but you don't like what you see? And what happens to you, to the human, to the leader, when you act outside of your values for a prolonged period of time? Hint, Coach Drew says it eats your soul. Y'all, we're talking authenticity today on The Leaderverse. Welcome. So you wanted to talk about authenticity today. Well, it seems to be authenticity is like a theme for the three of us. Is And I, I'm going to guess that it's probably an emotional reaction to the inauthentic leadership we, we've all endured. And then here's the challenge that I have with this conversation is because then I have to look in the mirror. And mm. I, I think that anytime like I'm scared, I'm nervous, I want to resort to control, I want to resort to telling that's me being very inauthentic, but it's me just being scared and not knowing how else to do things, or it's just my programming kicking in and I'm not even thinking about it. I, I, I heard a speaker this weekend say this is as I'm living my life and I sh- see myself show up inauthentic, I see myself show up, not like sometimes I'm sure it, it happens to me, at least probably not you two. It's like, I walk away from an encounter, like that just wasn't me. What, what the heck was that about? That That's not who I am. And yet that's how I showed up. It's what I did. I have to, I've been asking myself and mulling this, what lie am I currently believing about myself that made that true? For instance, like I go to control. Well, the lie I'm believing is people won't follow or buy in. So I'm scared instead of giving them a choice, I grab, I control. If I get angry that I'm the lie I'm probably believing on some levels is I'm scared you're going to hurt me. And the only way to defend myself is to get angry and keep you away from really hurting me or whatever it is. But I, I've been, <laughs> Drew, if, if you were my coach now, Coach Drew, you would be hearing all the navel gazing that I've been doing and introspection I've been doing over the last week is like, because I've got some businesses that are an outright mess right now. And mm-hmm. the market's changing. There's a lot of panic. There's chippiness. There's comments that are sarcastic and hurtful. Who do I choose to be right now? And when I see a lower version of myself show up, that's inauthentic. That's just not real. And I could, and what I do, I'm I'm a master of this, Drew. I'm a master of defending myself. And because I'm a verbal person, I could really talk myself into a corner of defense and I'm not being authentic. I think this is huge. And I, so for me, authentic authenticity starts with self-awareness. How am I showing up and what lies am I believing that caused a lower self, lower version of myself to show up there? Can we talk about how we define authenticity? Yeah, it was kind of funny. I threw that question out on our Facebook group so just good. to see what people would say. And I mean, there, there's truth in all, all of that. It's the only thing I'm, I'm struggling, you know, it's like I am who I am in front of the curtain, behind the curtain, which I like that. I understand where that comment comes from. But I, I struggle with some of the definitions of authenticity because I'm not sure that the first step of authenticity is knowing who I authentically am and being very self-aware of how I really am showing up without defense. And so I, to me, it's what authenticity is when what I say, what I think, what I do are all the one, one thing. I'm not like having a conversation with you, but having like, Oh, that drew Lee and I'm having a fake outside conversation because I'm afraid of the consequence. Mm -hmm. It's like when everything is in true alignment with who I am, I think that's integrity and that's authenticity. 
when you look up the definition of authenticity, it sucks because it says the it's the quality of being authentic, but it's the <laughs> that doesn't help us at all. I should write yeah. dictionaries, Jesse. <laughs> I know the similar words listed are genuineness, originality, legitimacy, uh, legality, and validity. What about you, Drew? What's your personal definition of authenticity? I feel for, in order for a person to be authentic, authenticity goes hand in hand with vulnerability. Mm. If you're truly going to be authentic, then you're going to put yourself in in harm's way because you're also going to be vulnerable. And I'm not sure, you know, this could just be me. I'm not sure if you can have one without the other. If you can truly if you say, well, I'm being authentic. OK, then are you being vulnerable at the same time? Because they're going to go hand in hand when you truly expose yourself of this is who I am. This is what I value. This is what I stand for. Then what's going to come with that? I'll tell you what's going to come with it. Criticism. And and the moment you put yourself in a position or, or you're a leader or you take a stand for something, well, then you're going to be vulnerable and you're going to get criticized because it's your belief system, your values. So you've got to be willing there. And I think one of the things that keeps many from being authentic is they're unwilling to be vulnerable. They're unwilling to, to actually take a stand because they want to avoid criticism so badly. Well, and, and honestly, Drew, I think Oprah has built a whole empire around perceived vulnerability, right? And, and you know, you go on Oprah and you're going to cry. And yet I, I think vulnerability is, I think we're trained, we're programmed that vulnerability is don't let them see what goes on behind the curtain. Don't let them see what the real thoughts are. Don't let them see that. And I think that there might be some truth to, if I really value a follower, I don't let them see everything that I'm thinking and feeling and the, how scared I am. How my But there's also another side of that, that is just like, I, I don't want to live in hiddenness because hiddenness is a place of weakness. I think you're talking about an old leadership rule that really used to bug me for this reason. The old leadership rule was don't ever let them see you sweat. Yeah. And it's hmm. like, man, when, you know, I, we, uh, we lost a, we lost a family member the morning of a team meeting, right? Like an, like, a, like an actual family member in our office one day. And I, as a CEO need to step in front of everybody and say, Hey guys, yeah. let's, let's do some dials and donuts. That's absolutely wrong to be inauthentic at that point. So yeah, because sometimes we have to stand up in front of the room and cry. The dangers of being inauthentic uh, mm -hmm. for prolonged periods of time as a leader, I can 1000% promise you, you will receive burnout. You will get clinical level burnout. If you're continuing to act outside of your values, if you're continuing to say, recruit to a losing product like I was, I felt disingenuous in my, in a previous role. And so I received clinical level burnout. Like I got it right on the head. It was no, ma'am, you must sit down for eight weeks. You're, you will not be able to function anymore. That's what happens when you live inauthentically outside of your values for a prolonged period of time as a leader. You know, Jesse, it reminded me of a conversation that I had once with, with my coach at the time. And, and it be, it had become clear to me that, I was operating outside of my value system and I was in an organization and in a role that we, we were, we were two ships passing in the night. We, we were moving apart of what I believed and what, what the company believed was the best direction for them. 
And I remember talking to this coach because I, I had a financial plan, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a financial plan guy. And, and I looked at everything. I said, you know, if I could just do this for three more years, then, then I'd be in such a better position. How many of us tell ourselves that story? You know, it's just one more year, just one more month or one more sale or one more this. And we move the line in the sand and, and just, we, we tell ourselves, okay, it'll be okay. And I, and I had this conversation and it was so critical to what you said about authenticity and living outside your values. And I said to my coach, I said, well, so I think I could do this for three more years. What, what happens if, if you're absolutely crystal clear that you're operating outside your value system, what, what happens? He said, uh, and I'll never forget this conversation. It eats your soul. Yes. <laughs> and, and I knew in that moment from the, from the, just the way my heart felt that every word he just said was, was a hundred percent correct because it's like acting or being an amazing actress. You know, when, when they say cut, it's, it's like a relief. Oh, okay, good. I get to be Julia Roberts again, or I get to be Robert De Niro again. I get to be the human. I'm no longer playing this part every time they stay cut. But when you're in a, in, in real life, in business, in, in, in your world, and you're living this inauthentic existence, there is no cut. There is no break. And I don't know about you is if you're living inauthentic, isn't that the same as living in a lie? Yeah, it's out of integrity, right? I'm doing here, here, here's, as you say, you're saying this, Drew, it's, um, I'm not a handyman. I was telling Jesse before we hit record that we're in the process of remodeling. If, if you leave it to me, I will use a screwdriver like a hammer because it's like, it's the first tool I could find. I could never find my tools. Right. And so if I need a nail a nail in and I can't find a hammer, I'll use a screwdriver or a wrench and I will use a tool in a way that it wasn't designed to be used. And therefore it's very inefficient, takes more energy. And I probably don't get a good product. When we live inauthentic, it's like using a screwdriver to drive a nail. Mm. It's we, we could do it, but it's going to be not a good effective outcome. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be, it, it, we're not in the flow as that the, the old book, you know, it's like, and I think here, here's the question that comes to my mind though, is what happens when I authentically show up and I don't like what I see? Mm -hmm. Because I think that that's part of the problem, Drew, right? Right, Jesse is like, I was authentic there, but I totally blew up an organization. I was authentic there and I just absolutely devastated some people. I think that that's also part of the problem of authenticity is when I authentically show up and I don't like what I just saw, will I reinvent or will I defend my authentic jerkness or whatever it is? What an inspiring story though. Like those, I think of the leaders that have, that have stood up in front of their people and said, this is, this is what I'm struggling with. Like, um, a, a mental health issue. I have clinic. Hello. I have clinical depression or clinical anxiety or something like that. And they give that to their people. That is so inspiring to watch that person fight through that, to watch that person heal. Like we were talking about, um, the book by Donald Miller a few weeks ago, drew how, mm -hmm. when in, in chapter two, that's when, uh, the vulnerability happens the authenticity shows up and all the helpers because they want to be part of this inspiring healing story. It's, it's magical at that point. Yeah. I, I think that authenticity, 
I have a curiosity and I don't know that you guys tell me what you think. I don't know that authenticity can happen in a vacuum. I don't think it happens in isolation. Mm. And I, I've, just, I've just got a curiosity because I need a relationship to reveal me to me. I, you know, it's, it's like, uh, I used to hear a marriage con- and don't take this in the wrong way because it could be very much taken in an off color <laughs> way, but marriage were designed to grind. It's like my the bet, yeah. Weird. I knew Drew, you would go there. it that way had you not said it. First. Yeah, but there's somebody <laughs> in the audience. I've got some twenty some. In fact, it's interesting. This podcast, I have so many twenty somethings coming up to me. Like the leader verse is awesome. <laughs> like that's crazy. What are they hung? They're hungry. Go ahead and awesome. go ahead and comment on our on our leader verse page. Were you thinking it before Lucas said it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. But we'll see what kind of audience we like, have. I think one of the results of marriage and any relationship is another person is going to reveal my weak spots to myself because at some point they're going to rub me wrong. And I either let that relationship smooth me out or I defend that spot. That's a, you know, not a good spot in my life. And I think that's the other challenge with vulnerability is like, I'm scared of man, when people peel back the curtain, will they say, gosh, that guy's a fraud. When they peel back the curtain, will they say, gosh, he doesn't have it all together. And in my mind, why did you have the illusion that I did have it all together? Why does any of us have the illusion that somebody else has it figured out? Well, I think, you know, they're a millionaire. They must have life figured out. You know, their marriage is a wreck. Their their spiritual life is a wreck. Their health is a wreck. But yes, they have it figured out because they, you know, they've made it, they've made a couple better investments than others. And, you know, the same is true for any area of life, but it's, you know, vulnerability and authenticity, you use the word, it, it comes with, are you willing to have the courage to feel the fear and do it anyway? That's it. You know, we hear this word fearless a lot, but to me, fear, fearless is just a myth. Well, there it's the, no great, the great American philosopher, John Wayne, the Duke once said, your courage is being scared, but saddling up and riding out anyway. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. do, do I go ahead and run to the bad conversation? Do I go ahead and run to into a situation? I don't have a clue how to get out of this. We're going to figure it out together. Yeah. And I'm not the answer, man. I'm the figure it out with you, man. And so I, I just think a key in, in vulnerability and authenticity is relationships. And honestly, mm-hmm. I'm in real estate. We're in the, mostly in the real estate space. Isolationism is kind of the way that w- we go is, I'm going to let you get to know the stage personality and my uh, glamour shot from the 1980s, but I'm not going to let you get to know the real me without makeup on. <laughs> Did I do that always... right, Jesse? That's that's right. That's okay. right. And you got to stand oh. like this. I know it's a podcast. You got to <laughs> cross your arms. Cross your arms or hold a phone to your face for whatever reason. <laughs> Or put a dog in the photo. Hey, and if you've done any of these things, we're not judging. Oh, I'm totally judging. Do not take <laughs> pictures like that anymore. Stop it. You look silly, people. Stop it. Uncross your arm. <laughs> but I, I, I just have a curiosity that, like, on my own journey, as I've been thinking about this topic an awful lot, because in the, you know, the first several episodes, the word authenticity comes out of our three mouths repeatedly. Mm-hmm. It's like, can I really be authentic on an island? Can I really be authentic outside of a tribe? And am I willing to have the courage to say, hey, Drew, I'm really challenged right now. Or you actually, hey, Drew, this is even more uncomfortable. Hey, Drew, when you did this, I felt really insecure. and a- So true, because it goes back to the old uh, story of, you know, the crabs in the bucket, which we we reference a lot is, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're in a bucket full of crabs and you go to climb out, they're going to pull you back in. And it's important to look around you, your environment, your people, and 
and and have people that lift you up, not pull you down. And, you know, referencing back that that story I told earlier, you know, the the coach that said staying in a role that's inauthentic or outside of your values will eat your soul. What I applaud that person, he was an amazing human, is is he said that knowing that the next thing that was going to happen as I was going to leave the organization, we were going to part ways, but he was the type of person and a type of human that says, Hey, I'm willing to, I'm willing to say what needs to be said, knowing this is going to lift you up or in this case out. And, and we're not going to be in business together anymore. And that's, you know, I'll forever, I'll be forever be grateful for that moment. Last week we talked about influence and we use the, you know, the AEIOU is sometimes why of influence. I'm just not sure if you can have influence without authenticity and being vulnerable. Because as a leader, the person following would never know who the heck you are or what you stand for. You know, I was watching a documentary yesterday about Elon Musk and how he his leadership style is tyrannical and, you know, Hey, Elon, if you're listening, first off, why uh, <laughs> you got you got Twitter to go fix, buddy? Don't don't be spending time here. You got a lot of work to do there. Uh, secondly, you know, he's known for you better have your phone on your on your nightstand turned on because one minute you'll be a genius and the other minute he'll call you at three o'clock in the morning and tell you what, you what an idiot you are. And he has that reputation as the leader. Can you imagine following somebody that you never know who the heck they are? Mm-hmm. or what version of them you're going to get that day to me that's an inauthentic leader right. and while he he is vulnerable person personally uh online i don't really see that vulnerable side for the people in his world or at least well, he doesn't have the reputation and again elon tune out go fix twitter buddy go fix twitter <laughs> go 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 take my tesla stocks up higher please so here here Here's the other thing I'm thinking of is somebody who's probably listening to this and says, oh my gosh, I'm an open book. I'm the most authentic person you've ever met. And this has my, been my experience. If you tell me what you see is what you get and you're the most authentic person in the world, you're not. Because authentic people don't have to say I'm authentic. It's just like, what else would I be? They, they don't have to broadcast that. And I, I think that there's a temptation to broadcast that we're authentic and I simply have to look at your history to see the shrapnel of relationships that are left in your wake. And you only have the people who are going to say yes to you surrounding you saying, yes, you're authentic. Yes, you're authentic. Cause they're scared to death to say, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, so that's I- that tyrannical leadership that we also, we fear. And, and it's so often we're drawn to, you know, the Vic, the villain, as Donald Miller says in the hero on a mission, the villain is, you know, people can be drawn to them because they feel like the closer they get to that inner circle, the safer they'll be. Mm-hmm. And I think also we tell ourselves a story. If I get really, really close, I won't be the, you know, that person has treated a hundred other people this certain way. I'll right. be the exception to that rule. Yeah. I agree with you. Now, when someone, there's a good rule of leadership that says when someone shows you who they are, just believe them. Believe them. Believe if, they've them. Done, if they've done this scenario to a hundred other people you'll be the 101st dalmatian i promise that is and that is so yes. hard to do because they're telling you who they are right um maybe we should just ignore it when people tell us who they are and just wait till they show us right I, like, jesse that was kind of my <laughs> point about when, when people go around and put on their social media or they hi my name is you know, Joe and I'm authentic. It's like, mm, warning, warning, Will Roger. It's just like, th- this is, 
I, I, the most authentic leaders I know have never told me that they're authentic. They just, they just are. So yeah, what, they know no other way to be. What you're doing shouts so loud. I can't hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And so authenticity is a way of life and it's, it's vulnerable and there can be moments of fear and indecision and I don't have to broadcast it. It's, it's what people believe, you know, show me who they are, believe them the first time. And I'm not judging you. I just believe your actions are going to speak so loudly. I can't hear what your mouth says. You guys sound really smart today. Mic drop today, today, <laughs> today. Extra it, smart. You know, what? it's, it's a rare day, Jesse, but it happens from time to time. <laughs> Some questions that I heard today, Lucas, you said it. Um, the story I'm telling myself is, or what is the, what is the lie I'm telling myself? Yeah, I had an exercise this weekend where I heard somebody speak and I was just like, they said, close your eyes and think about this. What's your greatest fear? And what is the lie that you're believing that causes you to be stressed, to be anxious, to be fearful? And it, like when I got quiet, it immediately came to my mind. It's, it's being vulnerable here at 55 years old. All my life is Lucas's line is I'll figure it out. That's a problem. I mean, that's a strength, but overused. That's a problem because why isn't it? We'll figure this out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'll figure this out has been the mantra of my life. So I'll push you out of my life. I'll go figure this out. And it's like, what if, and then the second question is what if that wasn't completely true? What truth would you need to believe to get a better result? The stress is just a, a, there's some lie underneath all stress. There's a lie that we're believing that if I don't jump in and take care of it, or I'm alone in this, or it's everything is scarcity and there's only a limitation, it's a net zero game or whatever it is. There's some lie that if we will be really honest and ruthless with ourselves, it was amazing that when I quieted my heart, how fast that answer came to myself. Came oh, to me. That's awesome. I knew. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And I'll, I'm going to figure it out by myself. You guys leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, All right. guys. Always a privilege. I can't wait for next week, as always. <laughs>